On today's show, we find out that Dolores is no longer a damsel in distress, and what's with the unraveling, and will Logan ever shut up? All that and a special guest, next. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Just let it sink in. We're halfway through. Joel, I know you got sad up. hearing that, that we're halfway through. I don't like the idea that the show could end ever. Like, I really need it to <laughs> exist for all time in perpetuity. Um, so I'm not looking forward to the break. You want to live without limits? Yes, exactly. As they say on the show, welcome everybody to the After Buzz recap of Westworld Season 1, Episode 5, Contrapaso. See what I did there? Oh, I did. You got nice. it all in there. It's very nice. You got it all in there. All right. I am JC Rubio, and helping me break it down tonight, the lovely lady to my left. Hey, guys. I'm Joel Monique, and you can find me all over the internet at Joel Monique, and every week at blackgirlnerds.com. And across the table. Hey, guys. How's it going? My name's Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. And now, before we go any further, a quick shout out. Mr. Dave Child could not be here today. We and miss you, Dave. Yeah, we miss you, Dave. Yeah. Yes, hope to see you next week. But in the meantime, I had an incredible... The universe was on my side. It's always on your side. It's always <laughs> on my side. Uh, I was looking at the IMDb list when I was researching the show, and I came across this guy across the table from me, who is a friend of mine, who I said, how the hell did I see it tonight on Westworld? Ladies and gentlemen, After Buzz Nation, put your hands together for Mr. Corlando Scott. What's up, After Buzz World? Thank you so much for joining us. And if you were watching tonight, you would have seen him as the Union soldier welcoming him, welcoming everyone to Pariah tonight. Something like that. Yes. So we're going to actually, you know, pick your brain a little bit, but more so you're a huge fan as well. So let's all break it down together. I am. I, I love this show. I mean, it's it's beautifully shot. It's well acted. It's well written. It's it's HBO at its best. I mean, Truly. it's the new Game of Thrones. Oh, Ooh. I'm just saying. I'm it's just going to put it out there. Game of Thrones. I'm just going to put it out sure. there. Putting it out there as well. And you know what? A quick shout out, man running the booth. Who do we have back there tonight? How's it going, everyone? This is Neil in the booth. Hey, I'm very excited to get going. This was a great episode. <laughs> and last but not least, our live chat roll. Send us your questions. If we have time at the end, we will answer your questions. If you have questions for Corlandos, what it was like being on set, and just about all your theories, because what did we witness tonight? General thoughts. First, real quick, uh, for our listeners, if you guys just listen later, that, that's totally cool, but uh, our live chat is popping. Oh, like, yeah. Long before we come on to talk to you guys, they're in the chat theorizing, so if you want to meet some other fans and talk to them about the show, uh, even before we get started and then during the conversation, you can join us live at, what time is it, what time is it now? Nine? Ten? Ten twenty. There we go. Ten o'clock Pacific Standard Time on Sundays. Come check us out and talk about, uh, live in the chat. Um, what did I think about this episode? Ford is quickly becoming one of my favorite um I don't know if it's anti-hero or villain or what, but he is so fascinating. Whatever his big plan is, I want to get into the meat of that now um, because I feel now that he has some adversaries. It's clear he's protected, but between the man in black, who he addresses, but not we don't quite understand where their footing is with one another, um, to Dolores finding the maze and lying to him, I'm excited to see what happens. You know, and the beauty of it is because... They, Jonathan Nolan and of course Lisa Joy also said it was never about black or white good mm -hmm. or evil and that's the complexity that we see in Ford because I keep thinking am I going to see a Hannibal Lecter am I going to see this evil no yeah. this is a man with this agenda that we still don't fully know mm -hmm. 
and I'm loving every step of the way. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Carrie, any thoughts tonight? Oh, no, I, yeah, I love this episode. I like that there's a lot more development with characters and showing your true self in a way, publicly and privately. Mm. You know, and Carlanz, I know, you know, we can talk about this. And now you as a fan, you know, uh-huh. thoughts of what you saw tonight? I loved it because I started seeing arcs arc. Like, I started seeing characters develop and people mm-hmm. uh, changing. I started to see that evolution of Dolores, that evolution of William, and, and it made me excited for what might be in store. You know, and it's funny you bring that up because I wish we had a pre-after show where <laughs> there could be a camera on us watching the show because watching Joel watch <laughs> the show, you, she's like, oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh, oh hell yeah. The moment with Dolores... When you saw that, you're like, I, it was just like, hallelujah. When Dolores meets the witch slash fortune teller slash herself, yes. I live for witches. They're everything to me. And if we're going to get into some cool witchy bone throwing stuff, like, I'm down. I'm ready for it. That I just live for it. It's so good. You know, it's nice even to have the foresight that, of course, it's Halloween weekend. And then we have this Dia de los Muertos kind yeah. of. It's appropriate then yeah. timing for today. The, the costuming is special. We had to watch, yeah. yeah. And especially if you're watching this live, check out Carrie, who dressed for the occasion. Yeah, Absolutely. Look at Westworld garb. I was like, come on, tomorrow's Halloween. We should dress up. And maybe I didn't send my email soon enough to the rest of my I panel. I wore all but... jeans, which is the <laughs> most is dressed close. up for Halloween I've ever And you do have a leather jacket, it. but it's kind of warm ish in here. I'm, I'm afraid to wear it under these hot lights. I'll melt. <laughs> I run cold, so I'm all good, but I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, dude, I totally want to because it's a fun, like, fantasy world. And it almost made me think, I'm like, what would I choose when I go in? Like, what would you choose if you had your selection of your wardrobe, you know? Please answer that in the chat and obviously bad first. Well, yeah. Yeah. What kind of outfit would you guys want to wear? Like, would you go totally one way or another? Like, extreme? Full desperado. Or, because color, I mean, we haven't really gotten into how much do they fill the elements? Because it's hot and they sweat, yes? Mm -hmm. Because then in that case, um... Dressing all in black, that'd be really uncomfortable. Like, you know, it's too hot for me. I'd be like, no, we're wearing lighter colors. Like Dolores's outfit. Okay, here's my thought, too. I was watching her outfit later when she put pants on. I'm like, oh, that could be a really fun cosplay. Because it's simplistic enough, but it's super specific. So for next year? N- next year, we got a few more episodes. I could probably figure it out, maybe. Okay. Maybe. Oh, wow. She's, okay. So we're like middle of November dressing up. Why yeah, not that, her okay. outfit. I'm like, yeah, you could wear that as a normal thing. But... Another really cool thing to, to talk about colors and what colors represent and the use of colors in the, in the show, you, you do see the black hat and the white hat. Mm-hmm. But then you see Dolores, and she's in blues, and she's in pastels. And mm-hmm. she, even when she becomes Desperado mm-hmm. uh, Dolores, she's still in lighter shades. And it makes you wonder how much that plays into who she is. Mm-hmm. And she's still trying to find herself. And does that, does that factor into her choice or the, the creator's choice of colors for her? I agree, because, you know, up to this point, we've always gotten this kind of Alice in Wonderland. I was just going to say that. A lot of people in the chat have been like, oh, Alice, or uh, on the comments, Alice in Wonderland, because she has that blue dress, and she's blonde, she's going down the rabbit hole, and totally parallels really well. And it's funny that you were talking about Dolores and what she would choose, and, you know, even Ford brought that up, whether you would would be the hero or the villain. Yeah. And, And let's dive into, actually, Ford. Let's start with the very first scene with Ford and Old Man Bill. Yeah. Oh, I absolutely yeah. love the story that we talk yeah. about about him having the pets and mm. basically the pet eating the cat and not knowing <laughs> its purpose th- uh, thereafter. And in essence, talking about the host. So essence. was that a metaphor Uh-oh. for the man in black? Because he's chasing and chasing and chasing. When he gets it, he's not gonna. I really be excited. think that it is because yeah. oh my god, are they brothers? 
do they know they know each other so well and their stories so well? It's a little well, because I, they I, say I, there's I, no on what on what basis okay. would you say that? Because um, when William is talking earlier, he was like, "Yeah, well, he needs to buy in the company, but there's no photos or trace of the original guy." But the man in black knows that guy. He knows Logan. He knows I mean, of I mean, him. Why, I'm, yeah, I'm he knows sorry, Arnold. Arnold. Yeah, he knows mm-hmm. of Arnold. And then when we have the whole um, like the the dog and cat story, I I don't know. I feel like maybe they are related. Or like maybe he's the brother that he talks about. Like my brother couldn't help himself. He let the dog off the leash. Mm. See, oh. it's so funny that we saw it differently, but it's but that's the brilliance it of the writing. It literally is a thought that maybe just pops into my head. It's crazy. It's cuckoo banana pants, but I I would. Uh, it. it's not that far fetched. I don't think they're related, but. If Man in Black has been attending for this long, Ford could definitely know who he is. Well, and then he even or they said, know him on the outside world. He even says you still have your little pets. Yeah. When they're sitting at the table drinking, they've been right there before for he like stabs him. He's like, you all, you've always had your plus pets. Years, so yeah. Wait, are we totally over uh, the concept that the Man in Black is actually William? Oh, we're gonna get yeah. to that. I mean, and the yeah. audience has you would so... have to throw that out the window to go with this. Well, the, this is where. Mm, are we talking about timelines yet? I have okay. I have one comment on timeline. Only because we had Lawrence, our guy, going with Man in Black, and then he was at the Pariah location, and I was like, he can't be there unless there's two models of him. So I don't think that's going to happen. So those can't be the same timeline. But they could just be ne- not necessarily years apart. They could be months apart. But it was one of those, they are not happening simultaneously. How can they be months apart when you see clearly like a 30-year difference between William and Man in Black? Oh, no, no. I'm not saying like, it's purely when Lawrence, like they killed him. I'm saying it is Lawrence, yes? They slit his throat and drained his blood? That guy. Yes, okay. He's there with Man in Black. And then he's also, a couple shots later, in Pariah. Mm -hmm. Those two storylines can't be simultaneous. Correct. So that's where I was like, I don't know how far apart they are. But that was my moment that I'm like, nope, they're not the same time. It's so funny. I keep looking at Corlandos to see if there's some sort of talent. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 some part I was going to say, do you guys know that much in advance? I have. The show was crazy secretive. Crazy secretive. The I production was... I like was it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we can talk about that later, but yeah, yeah. I have no insight. No insight knowledge whatsoever. <laughs> so why so are Jonathan Nolan, don't, don't, don't hate Secrets. me. So Metal if Monkey, I guess it, don't get angry. <laughs> Metal Monkey in the chat has one of my favorite uh, kind of all-encompassing fan theories so far. He says, William kills Logan, takes his higher-up role in the company. So we learned today that uh, William is EVP, which probably makes Logan the president. Um, so William, as president, buys Westworld and cures cancer... That's why everyone reveres him and he can do whatever he likes in Westworld as the man in black. I definitely li- I like the second half of that. Yeah. I'm in love with the second half of what he said. The first half, I don't know how... I don't like the guy. idea of him becoming, of going in the good guy and just slowly being like, that's not what this world was made for. We even get a little taste of that at the end today where he True. was like, I'm done playing these games. No more well, falsehoods. And he leaves his friend to get beaten up. My well, he's more, he's not... Not lying to himself anymore. Yes. No pretending. Yes. Because yes. he doesn't want to people please his friend anymore. He's like, no, I wouldn't even call them friends. Yeah. You know, his Boss? colleague. Yeah. In a way. So do you? So th- he's like, I'm done. Do we think this is a red herring? The, is the, the t- multiple timelines? Because people are still saying that the timeline theory is not real. I, I have a fan, yeah. D- Dana Roxio, saying it's not real. 
the timelines are not real. Because it's leading us, I mean, to see what we saw tonight, I'm, I'm like... I'm in it. I'm like, oh my gosh, there has to be multiple timelines. You're looking. I'm, I'm already looking at the mole on William's face. It's the same with Man in Black. They have it in the same spot. And uh, I, I just want to. I don't want to get I'm too far saying, ahead of myself. Well, okay. here, here's my one uh, caveat with the timeline theory from this episode: is when William and Logan are walking and they first enter this new city, Pariah. Yeah. Uh, he says that he's been looking for this guy and that there's nothing there of him, and that. It, it was right before the park opened. It seemed to be some years' distance. Wait. Does that make sense? Logan felt like the park thing happened a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I think it's weird that if... if oh, because then that would be black, closer time. Yeah. Okay. Then yeah, they would be closer together in time period. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be enough time for him to become the man in black, if that makes sense. I don't know. But then are we all... Is this also too easy in terms of, like, if we're all jumping on this theory that quick... Wouldn't the show be more entertaining if it's like just kidding or gotcha. like the yeah. red heron? The red heron we're talking about. Yeah. yeah. The be one like, thing that mm. makes me feel like it couldn't be multiple timelines is that in every behind the scenes like corporate scene, they're always talking about thirty years ago and thirty years ago mm-hmm. this and when yes. we started. And so I never get the feeling that we're at the beginning of Westworld or at the beginning of this corporation's mm-hmm. enterprise into this whole thing. You know, and you bring up a great point bringing it back to Delos because we also we keeping with the Ford timeline what we're talking about with Ford and actually Dolores their interchange because we come to the moment where Dolores is in Pariah with William and she gets lost in the Dia de los yeah. Muertos mm-hmm. scene and then she runs into Ford. Well, actually, Ford pulls her out. Yeah, Ford was on the hunt. It was oh, so creepy. Oh, yeah. Well, something, and I don't think we've necessarily talked about it, but I saw it in the comments, and I was curious. Do you guys think when Dolores meets um, Bernard, if it is purely in her head, or if her physical body is in the room with Bernard? I think her physical body is there. Okay. Because I love the way they cut that, though, right? Because mm-hmm. you never really know. You're in the middle of a scene, and then you're yeah. in the whatever, the... the fixing place. <laughs> yeah, because we've talked about that before, that, like, Dolores with Bernard feels like the same room, same place, mm-hmm. but then I, we've asked the question of, how does she get there? How does she get back? And how does nobody notice at the company? I've thought of that possibly, like, maybe even a remote viewing, or just where he's controlling like a projection? From, afar, from, from afar. Wow. Yeah, that's, I mean, everything military. seems to be, like, right there and practical within the scene, and Does he touch are... her? Does he ever reach out and be like, not that I can Then remember. that might be like, well, are oh, they? He does basically. get up and walk behind her and look back at her and say, you should get back. Remember yeah. last episode? And she gets up you and should, walks away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of, which is why I think they're in real in real time in and space. space. Yeah. And even because we see so many characters going off with their own agendas uh, inside the science space, like where they're like, yeah, I'm just. I need to see this body for a bit, and no one kind of notices or cares. <laughs> yeah, and so I don't think it would weirdest... be very hard to slip these things in and out. Yeah, right. this is the weirdest company of like super important, super secret, but weird shit goes down all the time, and nobody really seems to. Notice. I have a friend a who bit. works at an airport, and apparently it's the same way there. Whereas, like, you think you're you'd be really same secure, but they're like, there are a whole bunch of doors that just don't lock, and nobody cares because you kind of have to know like, where things are to get around. Okay. And so things just don't kind of get patched up. And I think that's part of the statement of the show is, like, these large corporations lose some of their human element and it becomes easy for lies and secrets to build and expound upon themselves because nobody's really checking it. Everyone keeps passing the caught. buck. Yeah, Which and we it had blows that. up. Yeah. <laughs> so Westworld is a deeper conversation on the Enrons of the world? I feel like <laughs> yeah. it is. Wow. 
You yeah. guys. Especially you now guys that we have here. like corporate espionage going down with, you know, oh my God. lawyers coming in to look at the place and yeah. uncover like, why did this guy kill himself? But and they couldn't find anything. The company. That's also true. I don't know what's going to happen. Well, the, for me, the big takeaway, let's, going back to Ford and Dolores' mm. big meeting, because I drew the parallel between Dolores and Ford. That's, that's what I saw in the scene. What do you mean? Basically, what Ford was talking about his father said he only had a certain point he could go to, mm. and that's why he created this world. And now oh, Dolores okay. is at that point as well. Okay. She's craving more. And he start, he's on to her. To me, he's on to her that she's wanting more. And then, is he hiding? Is she hiding a secret? Oh As yeah, Arnold, of course she is. Who was she talking to in that takeaway in that scene where she said, "I didn't tell him anything." Yeah, I'm paraphrasing. Arnold, that's for sure, yeah. Arnold. Um, and I'm so excited to see his face if he's still alive. like, because everyone is so convinced he died, and yet. In a place that has recorded kind of everything, and this was in their early years, so maybe they weren't. And they didn't all find a body, so. Right. I don't know if I'm I'm on board with that. If we will, if we will ever see actually Arnold, I think Arnold might be part of the. Is it the bicameral mind? He's more going to be that voice. He's more that guiding voice. Almost maybe like that's more like the. Com- Go ahead. No, I was like, is he more like the computer security system of like he's not really a person anymore? See, I like that theory because he's found a way to be immortal yeah. with his bots, which we know he likes more than humans. So. Yeah. Potential. What else did we take away from that meeting between Dolores and Ford? Uh, Dolores is lying and she's doing it well. Yes. And I love it because it means we don't necessarily know if we can trust everything she said with Bernard. Or anyone. Uh, The power struggle. First of all, the power struggle between Ford and anyone he speaks to (laughs) is off the meter. Oh, yeah. But the relationship and power struggle between those two because she's coming into her own, I feel, and... I think she's conscious and aware of the fact that she can't quite take everything that Ford says at face value. Mm, and mm-hmm. how do you play that to your creator mm. while at the same time allowing yourself to have the space to figure things out, but appease him enough so that he stays off your case? And are we to believe that he doesn't know all of this? Right? That's, That's my other too. thing, too. Is he pushing her in the direction that he wants her yeah. to go in? Because he keeps showing up in everyone's storyline. And giving them information, and we already know he's very crafty with his words. Sure. Words yeah. give direction, and has he been able to expound upon that outside of just the host community? And mm-hmm. he's doing it with like the man in black too, being like, "And this way, please." Yeah, right. You know, um, just gently guiding her. Yes. Well, it also s- I think it speaks about the unlimited potential of what the host can truly be. Yes. They are going to usurp humanity. They're going to usurp humans. Yeah. So she has the the duality of being the damsel in distress, playing that yeah. role. Yeah. Oh, but no, uh, later. Exactly. Yes. Oh, I was so happy with that moment <laughs> happened. I was like, yay! They were being <laughs> hollering. I swear, this is like the loudest episode. Okay, you know what? Actually, Evan Rachel Wood did say that this was going. She hyped the hell out yeah. of this episode. Did it live up to the hype? I think so. I didn't know any hype ahead of time. I tried. She to, said it's gonna I, be explosive. Well, <laughs> haha, we had Drum our chain. yeah. <laughs> the night. Uh, no, I liked uh, her development and putting on pants because yeah, in that world that they're running around in, her dress is very not functional. Let's yeah. be honest. Right. No bad well, plan. Horseback riding or anything. Yes. Right? And so it's like, no, that's a good switch. I mean, her hair is a good idea because she has it pinned back off the face thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when. She, she gets to the point where she can be like a gunslinger. I was so happy. I'm like, is that inner programming or is that past storylines? See, it starts dispelling a lot of notions when we had, you know, the violence against women. And because I still am holding off from the first episode with Man in Black of what happened in the barn. 
a lot of people okay. were they were on the assumption that he he raped her or he brutalized her and yeah. I, from the get they didn't show us it so I didn't believe it. until I see it I, I'll believe it and I'm loving that they that the that Lisa Joy and J- Jonah Nolan said that just wait for it this everything has a purpose the, the mm-hmm. nudity even even the things that people have cried about they're like there's a purpose there's a reason and it's all unfolding and what we're seeing today with Dolores's I was gonna say speaking of nudity people in the chat enjoyed the naked bartender. He was pretty But great. they made fun of it in he a good way too great. of like, well, you know, they did it's they don't get to enjoy your other attributes. I have a thirteen foot screen at home, so yeah. But <laughs> anyway There's two things I want to talk about Dolores really quick. Yeah. One, the fact that she could lie in um uh analysis mode really yeah. was surprising yeah. to me because it that takes all of the emotion now and all mm. of the story and fluff that she's able to. So that to draw means on. her programming is yeah. there to be able to lie. Yes. Maybe as a self defense? Very possible. I yeah. don't know. You got to But while we're talking about red herrings and mm-hmm. deviations from yeah. what's standard, is this world sabotaged? I mean, we saw the laser in yeah. Homeboy's yes, arm. Yes, that's giving right? info so, to the outside. So could any of this have come from the outside? That, uh-huh. Actually, yeah. Superfan sent me that. Uh, Superfan DD actually mentioned the same thing that could Dolores be. Being maneuvered by hacked. someone from the outside. Yes, she said hack. Thank you. Thank you. I yes. think you read my tweet. Uh, but yeah, that if Dolores is the one being hacked, which we'll talk about in a second. When oh, we... pulling the string skin thing. Ah, oh. That's one of those like, me must eat and crawl. Um, yes. Sorry. No. Um, and then the other thing uh, that, that I just want to mention because everyone in the chat is talking about uh, Dolores and whether when she starts hearing this voice, people tend to disappear around her. In mm-hmm. frame, when she's yes. in the graveyard, they just appear on the train, and they're wondering, is that a glitch? And if it is, is oh, it a timeline glitch? Totally good question, but totally other random thing of her being in two places. <laughs> no, no, just something that was, this is a show where you almost can't have anything be unintentional, you know, oh, there's yeah. always a purpose. So when Dolores was outside somewhere, I forget where she was, her hair is like midway down her back. When she's speaking with Ford... It's like went from this long to like this. And so I'm like, foot shorter. Yeah, it made okay. it big, and it's one of those. I'm like, wow, her hair suddenly got shorter, and then it gets longer again. So then I'm like, where is that in the timeline thing? And that just felt so off. Like that's not just that they curled it differently. Um, not a continuity. But my only hang up with yeah. that is that the show was shot uh, not sequentially. It was shot by location. So you could have still. It's a mm-hmm. shot. They show her hair so much, and that's it's, such, it's very possible. It was it, weird. I feel you. I was like, uh, because we have a gentleman that maybe... on the panel that can attest to the out of sequence shooting as well. So it was, it, it was shot out of sequence, and you notice a lot of a lot of the same um, set pieces for Pariah were also in. What's the place where? Is that the little Mexican village? Yes, 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 yes. yes. The same place the that Lawrence that got Lawrence well, home, yeah. his world <laughs> rock. They haven't done that with her yet. That big of a difference. I mean, yes, the curls here have changed, but that was such a big one that I kind of was like. Why is it different? Is this a different model? Is this a different time? Mm-hmm. And so it just felt weird. It's just something she's to naked keep in the back of your That's the only mind. thing to look at. And you're like, mm-hmm. whoa, whoa, yes, there's other things to look at. But <laughs> um, because then her hair, yeah, anyway, it was just a weird moment. That I'm like, wait a minute, because these are supposed to be the exact same t- thing every time. So No, it's good. It's yeah. good to have it in the back of our mind to build our case with what you're saying. Absolutely. Yeah. But we do have to wrap up with the man in black, Teddy. And forward meeting at the very end. Oh, that was intense. 
Yes. So, oh, sorry, what, <laughs> chat room's like weird wig day. <laughs> weird wig day. So, so what? Do we, so what do we gain yeah. out of that? Did we gain anything new out of that? Or it's, I think the show's already been pushing yeah. us that way. We get a lot of new stuff. Someone in the chat, uh, Red Moon Spider said, Man in black to Ford, I'll cut you open and see what's inside. And then a lot of ellipses and a question mark, which was my reaction as well. Wait, what? The man in black yes. at one point turns to Ford and says, yeah. I should cut you open and see what's inside. Yes. It feels like maybe you're not human, or that perhaps the man in black believes that you're not human. Oh, yeah, Sure. Like, I don't know if it... It felt like a thinly veiled threat on his... Light, like, like it wasn't... Like, he would still be alive after he cut him open. Like, there was something literal to discover inside mm-hmm. of him. So, I, I feel like there was a lot of potential threads that will get tied up soon that they just kind of opened. New questions. I really think we have to ask ourselves, um, who's human and who's not? Who's a host and, and who's a visitor? Oh, that's a common yeah. thing I mean, in the chat to. and comments. We have to. And... I, and I mentioned earlier, can is it possible for hosts not to die or not to be affected by the bullets and stuff? Mm-hmm. Because even Jimmy Simpson's character, um, William, mentioned at one point, um, I think it was his character, who said something about that would make it, that it wouldn't be as fun because you don't know who's who. And I wonder, like, if I see somebody next to me get shot and they don't die, I can just assume that they're human. Mm-hmm. But if I can't really do that, that adds to the intrigue. Like, wait, wait mm. a second. The consequences okay. of that part of your timeline and your purpose as a host to yeah. serve as a human uh, acting or yeah. human distraction? So huh. That's interesting because someone that. today uh, in the chat asked, uh, that choking got pretty intense. Yeah, yeah like, he was kind of like, like stop. stop. And yeah. we know that the hosts are programmed to go to a certain point and that the further out you go, the more dangerous it gets. But it did seem like he might have been on the verge of suffocation. <laughs> yeah. Or he's a giant wuss, which I wouldn't put past him either. Yes. <laughs> um, but glitch in the bot or programmed. like Back to the original film. They get bit by the rattlesnake and they're like, that's not supposed to happen. That is mm-hmm. true. So it could be a glitch with other characters. Well, I mean, what's the chat role saying? What, what are we what are we saying with with the meeting between Ford, Teddy, and Man in Black? Because to me, he just wants to unravel the truth. That's that's all he's trying to get at. That's all Man in Black. But what is his truth? Raymond Terry says Man in Black dispels the two timelines, in my opinion. He says that they made the host more human-like. Okay, so I see that. That was an interesting uh, kind of point in the argument as well, or uh, in the conversation. Uh, he's like, you, you made them more human and then they said it was because it was more cost effective. That was earlier, though. Yeah, Never they mind. said it's more cost effective. Yeah, but I, it confuses to me is how flesh and blood and organs could be more cost effective than well, gears. 3D and- printing would be cheaper than steel and metal, right? Okay. Yeah. So, All right. I take it back. Yes. Wait, wait, actually, you know, let's flip flop topics real quick because that actually can lead us more into what happened in Pariah. Yes. Yes. Mm. Let's talk about because we can talk about you being the, yeah, you, man. the union host that welcomed. Well, I said earlier that I have no behind-the-scenes info, and I really don't. But I'm going to say some stuff, and I'm not afraid of you, J.J. Abrams. Oh, wow. Those Damn, are big. Shots fired. I'm terrified of you, J.J. Abrams. I might be a little so. bit afraid, but I don't think he would mind me saying this. But one of the cool things about my scene that was dramatically cut, like 99%, was um, part of the, con- the the scene was set up. It, it was a conversation between myself, Dolores, and William. Ooh. And they arrive at Pariah, and it completely throws me off. Like because I see this beautiful woman, this blonde, flowing yeah. hair, and blue dress, and I'm like, "Whoa, hey, are you you bringing her here? Because you know what this is, right?" And, and he's like, "Yeah," and I'm like, "Well, your wife probably shouldn't come." And there's a moment there after that line where 
I mentioned that she's his wife and he pauses and says, this is not my wife. And she looks at him and there's that moment and it's before the kiss that happens later. And I think the kiss kind of gets us to the same place, but it, it kind of hints at what this relationship is evolving into and how far Mm. will it go Mm. and what lengths will they both change to preserve and to grow that we see that she shoots for him which is something that she wouldn't have done before and he does the same she didn't do it for Mm -hmm. teddy right not only does she do it but she's a sharpshooter yeah like she 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 fired fast and deliberate and accurately but could she have not done it earlier with teddy because she hadn't had those layers or walls broken down because now it's a bit more anything goes. Almost. Nothing, totally. I think it's almost like a switch happened. <laughs> she certainly feels like yeah. fully awakened now. Yes. And what we said in a few episodes, I forget who mentioned it on the panel, the, the dynamic between Teddy and Dolores was that was like the hometown boyfriend. Yes. Yeah. And she wanted to go off into bigger lands. And that's yeah. William and what she's seen now in their whole right. her journey. Right. And well let's talk let, and let's talk more, more about this scene. Now when yeah, how did this come to be? Scene. When did you shoot this? And this was shot over a year ago. Mm. Over a year mm-hmm. ago. And wow. it was crazy because in that time span you read the, the trades and you hear all the rumors and it's like, it's never going to make it to, to TV and this and that. And you're like, what is going on with this show? But um, when I say it was secretive, it was very secretive. So I got the sides. I went in an audition or whatever and was fortunate enough to book the role. And I asked my agent immediately. I was like, can I get the script so that I can fill out what this unknown <laughs> like project is that everybody's buzzing about? You like how I threw buzz. And yeah. That was just <laughs> for you guys. Uh, but... Uh, yeah, and, and he was like, "No," I was like, "What do you What do you mean, no? Like, <laughs> no, no, like I'm a principal. Like, give, give me the script." He's like, "They said no," and I was like, "You can't like work out something." They're like, "No." When when J.J. Abrams and Jonathan Nolan say no, and Lisa Joy says no, you, you just no. And I was like, "Wow, okay, <laughs> well." And so, um, you get to set, and it, it was just it was it was crazy. It was humongous the the biggest set i've ever imagined you guys, where was this it was, this this was, it was shot up in santa clarita okay so oh. it was the same set that django was filmed on okay. so so um you know all the world's kind of right there for for the western part of it but uh, yeah a lot of fun everybody there was was i will say this all the cast members that i met were extremely gracious and extremely uh generous and nice Nice. So everybody was cool. Now, and um, before we move on, I do want to ask, I always ask this of a guest. Now, if you could be anyone else on the cast, mm. who would you play? Who would you be? We'll come back mm. to that one. But let's just throw <laughs> that one. Let me simmer on that. Yeah, but let's, okay, so here comes the big reveal of El Lazo, William. What's going on here? This Are they one in... Oh my gosh, so much to break down. Elazo is so much smarter than I initially gave him credit for. <laughs> just because, you know, this show's so great at setting up stereotypes and then just smashing them. I really felt like is uh, gonna be kind of like the dirty drifter out there who kind of just was setting up the deals, but it's clear he has a much larger plan uh, in action already, which is really cool. Um, and it's also kind of funny to see William start enjoying himself in playing this game for the first time uh, when when they go to rob the Union soldiers. Mm-hmm. And he starts, you know, with his cowboy talk. Like, really? Because I hear one bullet of William Scott has, like, he likes it now. <laughs> he likes it. <laughs> it was exciting. I don't know. I yeah. want William to enjoy his $40,000 a night stay. So, but doesn't it seem to you, to me, it seems like that we got to say goodbye to Lawrence and hello to Lawrence all in the same episode. Yes, it was. That's why I was like, oh, mm. this timeline is weird because it was like, oh, you're done. You're here for Teddy. I'm like, oh, bummer. And then it's like, 
and there he is again. I'm like, wait, wait, wait you just okay. It's a different yeah because he spot. because when Dolores when we get I know we we jumped jumped a little ahead with the whole pariah with everything because yeah. I know you guys wanted to touch upon reminders of Roman world. Yes, there was the Roman world. world. We noticed that in a way. You know, their giant orgy, colorful mm-hmm. body paint stuff too. Great <laughs> eyes wide shut. Yep. Exactly. But my thing was when Dolores was pointing the gun to the to the casket mm-hmm. where Slim was where Slim was laid. Uh-huh. Oh, that was and that's, smart. And that's when Lawrence introduced himself as a friend. It seemed like to me. Like this. Oh was, yeah. So this is yeah. the beginning, and I, I I enjoyed that. I he I, he probably respected her more. Of like, all right, you're not as stupid as I thought you might have been. Mm-hmm. You've got got some courage. You got guts. Because before, he's like, nah, you're just this girl who came along. And she's like, oh, no, I know exactly what I'm doing. He's like, all right. You know, and with everything that happened in Pariah, we are also come to know what's going on with Logan and Logan's interest in Pariah. And that's where I'm wondering if I'm going to tie that into the perhaps the corporate espionage mm-hmm. with with mm. the thread. You, are you Am talking I, about Logan's like a uh, game goal of getting no, to the end of the line, or that, well, we can talk about that. But also, they're invested; they have interest in Pariah, yes, 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 in how much mm-hmm. they want it because of because to them, Sweetwater was safe, right? And Pariah, that's where that's where the true game is at, and they have investors. They, these are the people that want this part of the game. And so they his, just want to get Pariah, and not because I kind of felt they were buying out all of Westworld. But it sounds to me that they were. This was what they were very interested in, and he brought up the fact that there was someone that didn't make it out of this part, oh. referring to Arnold. Yeah, I don't know if you remember that. So there was just so much in there, and that's why I'm just trying to figure out the whole mess from the confederados and well he liked Pariah more because it wasn't the cookie cutter gone through different screenings and test scene he liked that it was raw because it was a point that it also like helps the people which William touches upon too he's like I don't like that this game is putting you in situations where it is revealing your true self of what are you really going to do and all this interaction would we say basically in a sense Logan made William if he is to be the man in black, I know I'm going with the theory because he yeah. just pushed him. He just, well, he pushed him over that dark edge. Yeah. He killed the Union soldiers and he didn't really want to, but he did it out of necessity to save those he cared about. Yeah. Well, baby steps to the one dark of the things side. That one of the, the, the chats here is um, C. Denning 820 said, What I'm confused about is did Logan bring William because of business or for some other reason? And I think that's really interesting on what you guys said because. Why? Why did he bring Logan? I mean, I mean, why did he bring William? If, if they're just business associates who happens to happen to be future brother-in-laws or whatever, um, okay, cool. But I think there's a deeper purpose there, and I think there's a deeper game that he's playing. Mm-hmm. And we saw that with that conflict between the two of them towards the end of it. And so it, I, I think there's more there. I could totally be wrong. I like the idea that Logan has a bigger agenda. But gut reaction to me says Logan's just a hothead who's been handed a lot of stuff throughout life. Yes. And now, like, especially, especially from the choking scene to then being beat up by the guys. Like, but he, he smiled goes, when William left him. Yeah, and I was going to say... I missed that. He did. He it smiled. was a little smirk. But I think he smiled because he was happy that William finally did something of his own pure desire. Interesting. Not because he was pleasing anybody, you know... He did it because that's my... Because that's what Logan was pushing him to do every time. Like, no, I want to see you really react. I want to, like, don't... No wall, no pretending, no faking it. Let's see what you're really going to do. You know, and taking it a step further with what you said, I kind of agree with what you opened up with about Logan, about him pushing William on purpose for the only reason is that 
if he's just a hothead, it would just make him a one-dimensional character. Something we want a redemption, even with Logan, I would mm-hmm. think. Yeah, the only thing I can think of is that perhaps he's trying, like he. This is his uh, man vision quest kind of thing, where mm-hmm. like if I yeah. make you here, you'll become the man I need you to be as my EVP. That's what he introduced it as yeah. in the very beginning. Or just to break up the marriage with his sister. That's I do some stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. So, <laughs> so you want to be Logan? Okay. So no, but now we also got to talk about a big, big moment with the text. Everything that happened in Delos. God, this episode seemed like it was like. There was so, so much, much content happening here. But everything that happened with, we find out that the tech's name is Felix. Mm-hmm. Felix the tech. And I like Felix, guys. You do? I do. The moral center of Delos? Well, Felix <laughs> interests me for a couple of reasons. One, uh, the offhanded comment his buddy makes where he was like, uh, you know, the, the psych eval should have kicked you out long ago. Which, again, it feels like there's some puppet master that we haven't quite met yet. Um, did someone need him to come in to change up some stuff? Did they need oh, an invented mind amongst the slaughterers, as they call yeah. themselves? Butchers. Um, yeah, butchers. Thank you. Um, I also like, like what he wants to do most is just get this little bird to fly, and he wants to move himself up in the world. I, I think we're going to go a lot more from mm-hmm. him soon. Yeah, no, his character is interesting because he seems to actually, he also, like Bernard, sees the hosts as, like, real people. Yeah. Which his co-workers kind of, you know, messing around with him and being mean and a jerk. Being a total jerk. Like, even even if you're like, these things are just well, puppets, like, the thing moved and ran away from me and it looks very human-like. I am allowed <laughs> to be a bit jumpy about yeah. it. And then the, the co-worker's just total, absolute asshole because he's like, so you, you well, he's not wrong though, you, you did steal company equipment. But he's like, so you're not going to be anything more than what you are now. And you're like, oh, wow. Thanks for crushing his dream. How sad is your life, sir? Yeah, <laughs> Stop seriously. Stop like, dreaming and wanting I, to learn. Because there's a way to be like, dude, you stole that. You're going to get totally busted. Yo, That's totally. a bad idea to do this right now. You should put it back and not let them see you. And I'm just like, aren't there cameras around? Yes. Because well, you're doing are, this. Because we find out about yes. the other tag. But well, that one, right. she made it sound like the host logged it. But, that, but it was shot that POV, from the, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was like... So he's doing this stuff in office with glass windows at all their offices, <laughs> and I'm like, nobody notices. Yeah, I always scratch my head with yeah. that one, but more so, it, the interesting takeaway for me was the fact that we're in this big corporation and everyone has an agenda, down yeah. to even Felix. Everyone has some sort of angle. It's like real life. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mind-blown on this one, but then let's definitely talk about mm-hmm. Maeve. Please. Oh my god. Was Please. she not like Eve Ooh. slash Mother Earth reborn here? I love with the, the bird. Whole... On yeah, the with the bird landing on her finger with all the flowing hair, with her position Being definitely legged. one of power of yeah. sitting, you know, cross legged and higher than him. Um I I think she might be our Eve. If if uh um help me with names, and Rachel Wood's character Dolores. Thank you. If Dolores is our um, Lydia, our, our beginning, uh-huh. then I really feel like uh, Maeve is our Eve. I think she's our first woman to kind of be awakened, mm-hmm. and I'm really hoping our desperado friend is her Adam, because I love him and I want them to uh, be together. Ooh. I want to backtrack a moment, because someone brought up something in the chat that I totally noticed, too. Nobody commented on the weird British kid in the woods. Oh my <laughs> Nobody. god! You called that while we were I was watching. Like, that great is theory. really weird. Because, I mean, Ford meets him, but Ford can, you know, not be surprised by anything. So that's fine. But the fact that the men in black talks to him and Lawrence talks to him and nobody's like, 
What are you doing out here in the I middle of the woods all by yourself in your proper schoolboy attire? No, that's because the man in black was supposed to meet that little boy there as part of the game. That's so you like think he level. knew that was coming? No, I mean, I don't think he knew, but when he saw the boy, like, this is the next level in the game. So he's not surprised because he sees every piece of the puzzle as just that. Another piece to but forward. But it's with the random off that, person. That, yeah. yeah it's I, don't, I didn't a, get, like, a code phrase or I didn't see any action from mm-hmm. that kid that should spark. I saw a change in the man in black. Clearly something registered, but yeah. I guess whatever tipped him off, like, oh, I need to Because he looks course. out of place. Like, mm-hmm. he doesn't look like he should be exploring the woods. Like, Which, I mean, in video game, like, narratives, that's pretty common. When you come across something that's very different from what you've explored, you're like, oh, there's something big here. Like, there's a treasure chest. Yeah, okay, chest then that's like fine. That. Like, so maybe, maybe, but I would have wanted one comment, at least, like, so are you here by yourself? Where's your family? Because it just felt like they didn't think it was weird. Or even something strange from him. Like, you shouldn't yeah. be going this way. Or well, he just had the, are you lost? Which I'm like, that's a really fun, weird question that yeah. your character is telling these people. And that's before weird. we finish before we finish with me, some of the fans are saying the after- Aftermath show says the boy is Ford's spy. I thought that too, Aftermath. Yeah. That's why he keeps track with them. That's why that's why Ford meets him, meets Teddy and Man in Black at the end because right. of the young version. I like that of- idea oh, too. that's nice. Yeah. That's Thank nice. you, Aftermath show, for well, that one. someone said, um... He doesn't need to spy his access to everything. True, this is his world. But if the if but the it can be more doing the logging, yeah, it's, it's a less intense like uh, spy, more as opposed to he's a a pair of eyes that no one else is watching. Yeah, and I don't think that boy shows up on any like other text radar or anything. Yeah. it kind of seems to be just Ford's still weird personal host. Well, clearly he... we we know that there are hosts out there that have things in them that other people aren't aware of. Yeah, I.e. the the laser, the giant so maybe that ass is. laser, yeah, yeah huge forearm sized <laughs> laser. Look, she starts picking at it, and it's like a little string, and she yeah. pulls it out, and it's like a DVR. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. What? I Look, like she that she brings it in the bag it. and drops it on the desk and then takes it out of the bag and puts that bloody right. thing on the I desk. I feel like some text yeah. would have to be fired, because who missed this? Who who did not do a full scan not once? Like, how long has this been in this guy? You know, and, um, but I, are we talking about Dolores, or are we talking about when she, Elsie finds it on the stray? On the string. On the okay, string. On the string. Because, yeah. Yeah, yeah. because I backtracking, if we're talking about the, the string being found, the satellite link, yeah. we noticed that Dolores talked to herself as the fortune teller and she pulled it out, but it, then again it was gone. That wasn't the thing, though. I think that was her it was becoming just unraveled. Yeah. yeah, it was oh. literally unraveling flesh. I totally that misread not, that. Um, because she said, like, you're going to unravel or something, and so it was more like a thread pulling okay. because it was the white-ish clear... And it, um, you know, it never, it didn't become metallic. Totally off. So send the hate mail at JC Rubio TV. No. Um, no. Also, well, but, let's hold on. One second. Metal Monkey is responding to our uh, talks about uh, the man in black and the little boy and why he switched up. Now, and a lot of people are saying, uh, Teddy needed a blood, blood transfusion, which we, again, is what happened afterwards. But what about this kid is what changed the chorus? I just want everyone to be like, he needed a blood transfusion. We know, we no, saw no, that No, no, that's part, not but... because of blood transfusion. It's just the fact that this little schoolboy walks up and neither of the two character goes, conscious characters, goes, or even, lo- they don't even look at each other like, hmm. oh, that's a weird little kid to be in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. You're dressed not for this area at all. We'll have to continue this for the after yes. after show yes, because yes, we, yes. we do got to wrap up and no. oh nylon yes. thread yes, yes we do have to wrap so up good. any any last thoughts with Maeve before we move on to any predictions real quick guys um, 
before we get into that, something that I thought was interesting was the title of the episode. Oh, yes! Contra, uh, Contrapasso? Yes. yes. It refers to Dante's Inferno. Correct. That term was used in to describe the relationship between someone's sin and how it had them land up in hell. And how they were punished in hell. So if we look at that as mm. maybe the maze is hell and these characters are taking actions in this episode that will lead them to that destination. Oh, okay. It's sort of... That's a thought that occurred to me. That well, I we also see a lot of people that. get punished. Maeve is, in a way, punishing a uh, new tech guy that we just got introduced to. Uh, I don't think she's about to punish Felix. She's going to use him. Yeah, but not punish in, in like, a brutal, like, uh, blood-stabby or whip kind of thing. I was thing, waiting but... for him to stab him. <laughs> I was waiting for her. I was thinking he was going to turn around, and he's all happy, and be like, stab! But his, <laughs> he's seeking information. Yeah. And now she's turned those tables on him, and she's about to get her information. Well, they... We see it with, uh, 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 not William, but... Um, Logan? Logan. And his whole time, he's been torturing people, stabbing dude in the hand, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. beating up anyone he had the opportunity to. And now, tables are flipped on yeah. him, and he's being taken over by hosts. Yes. We get a lot of stuff for the opposite in here. Yep. All right, and that's a thank you by camera mind Neil mm-hmm. yes. in the booth. Now, but now, we do have to move on to predictions. Okay. Your Spooky After music. Buzz TV predictions. <laughs> All right, so we, I did see, I did, let me know, I did I did see the previews in the weeks ahead. I don't know if you want to I did hear, watch it this summer. I'm you like, did fine. watch it, okay. Yeah. So we did see a few things, yeah. and a lot of it's Maeve. Yeah. yeah, it is. We see a, oh, yes. be. a lot. It looks like she's wearing somebody else's specialty, like, lab coat jacket. Yeah, it does. Yeah, she's in the heart yeah. of Delos. Yes. I definitely see. And the beauty of Maeve is she's really, she's kind of like the Sherlock Holmes of the whole of, of the whole cast, if you think she's, about it. Yeah, she's been the only one that really is like, I need to find the answers. Yes. Because Dolores does, but not the same way. May, she's more like, I want to absorb this world. Maeve's more like, she's more uh, laser focused. Well, yeah, and uh, Dolores is kind of looking for herself outside of the world, whereas Maeve yes. is going into the In center the of it yes. to figure out, like, who, I love this, like, parallel UFO alien kind of storyline, because yeah. she has no idea who these people are, and it feels very, uh, like, they're being abducted and kind of taken sure. away. It's mm-hmm. so exciting. Let me let me piggyback off that. Actually, the director was uh, Johnny Campbell, who who's most known for his comedy, Alien Autopsy. Yes. Autopsy. Uh, yep. Yes, oh, I did nice. not know that. That's so, amazing. She so brings it all back. This is a hilarious movie, by the way. Mm-hmm. Bill Pullman, and hmm. but I think it's like 06, so definitely check it out. So, any final predictions before we get out of here? Tessa Thompson's character is going to come join forces with Maeve, and that's going to explode into awesomeness. Just okay. you fill in the blanks. I like wow, that. okay, wow. <laughs> I, think I hope you guys get, are hearing that one. <laughs> uh, I think we're going to get to the Maeve. Maeve? Maze sooner rather than later. Um, and I, I think it's an actual physical maze. I don't think that it is a symbol for anything. Um, and I think that in the center of it, it'll be like a, in Harry Potter, book four, when they've got to go through, uh, oh, wow, guys, I'm nerding out, <laughs> through the maze and Cedric Diggory dies. That space. I think it's going to be just like that. It's going to be like a tournament mm. of trying people trying to get into the center of the maze. But wait, wait, there's, sure. there's an actual human being on the symbol, though, or... or... What is what is Da Vinci's man? It looks man, like a person. The yeah, yeah. Vitruvian mean, man. Yeah, like it looks there's like, like a one of those in yeah. there. So, how but does that Arnold's factor into what you just center. said? That's all I wanted to know. Do, do I? No, you could. They could still be at the center. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I think Arnold's at the center. I, I do think Arnold's there. I don't think he's yeah. dead. You know I don't believe in bodies. I'm going to stop that there because I want us to shout out our Twitter handles because we're going to continue the conversation <laughs> after the show is done. <laughs> so give us the music, Neil. So 
Of course, Joel, where can they find you? Hey guys, I'm Joel Monique. You can find me all over the internet at Joel Monique and every week at BlackGirlNerds.com. You can head over to BlackGirlNerds.com right now and check my review for Doctor Strange. And uh, you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Carrie D. Lane and Facebook at Carrie Lane Actor. And Carl Landos, I have to thank you so Yay! much. Thank you, guys. I had a blast. Mr. Carl Landos, Scott, where can the world find you? You can find me most easily on Twitter at Corlandos. That's like Orlando the city with a C at the front, S at the end. And you're welcome back anytime. So finally, Day Child, we'll see you next week. Come back soon. And so for Neil, Corlandos, Carrie, what did I say? She gave me the weirdo look. <laughs> Joel, I'm JC. We'll see you. Goodbye, everybody. Good night. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.